The Tsarina's Daughter by Carolee Erickson Narrated by Susan Jameson Prologue November the 15th, 1989 My name is Daria Gradoff, and I live in Yellow Rain, Saskatchewan. I am a widow. My dear Michael has died, but my family is close by. They look after me, especially my son, Nicholas, and his boys. They believe their name to be Gradov, like their father's, but their true name, their true heritage, is Romanov. They don't know it yet, but they are heirs to the throne of the Tsars. Now that the world is celebrating the fall of the Berlin Wall and I am celebrating my 93rd year of life, the time has come for me to tell the story of my true family as a gift to my son and grandsons, as an act of penance, perhaps, for turning my back on my birthright and disguising the truth of my origins for so many years. For I only became Daria Gradov in 1918, when Michael and I boarded the train that took us to Murmansk, I had false papers. No one suspected that I was really Tatyana Romanov, second oldest daughter of Tsar Nicholas and Tsarina Alexandra. That girl was dead, shot with her mother and father, her sisters and brother in the basement of a shabby house in Siberia. Only Michael and I and a few trusted others knew that the girl who died in the basement was not Tatiana. I am Tatiana. Now I must tell my story and my family's story so that old wrongs can be righted and the world can know the truth. Chapter One my story begins at the extreme edge of memory. On a snowy January afternoon when I was six years old, and it seemed as if all the bells in all the churches of St. Petersburg were ringing at once. I remember my father lifted me up so I could see over the top of the balcony railing, and I felt the freezing wind on my face and saw through the greenish-yellow fog a crowd of people such as I had never seen before. The mass of people, all singing and shouting and waving flags and banners, seemed to stretch as far as I could see, all across the palace square and beyond, out towards the corners of the avenues, and even along the bridge across the river. Batyushka! Batyushka! they were shouting. Little father! Though the noise of their shouting seemed to dissolve into the resonant clanging of the bells and the singing of God save the Tsar. It was my name day, or near it, the feast of the holy martyr Tatiana of Rome, who lived in the time of the Caesars, and at first I thought they were all shouting and singing to celebrate my name day feast. So I waved and smiled and thought how kind they all are to show such joy at my feast day. But, of course, it was not my name day that they were celebrating. It was something much more important, as I found out later. My father put me down, but I could still see through the open stonework of the balustrade, and I could still hear the tremendous commotion. 
People began singing, Holy Russia, and chanting, Hail to the Russian army and fleet, and clapping as they chanted, though their poor hands must have been raw from the cold. Mother led us back through the glass doors into the white hall, and we thawed ourselves in front of the fire. She smiled at us and gave us hot milk and plates of warm buns with honey and icing. We were all happy that day because she had just told us a wonderful secret, that we would soon have a baby brother. There were four of us girls in the family in that winter of 1904. I was six, as I've already said. Olga had just turned eight. Fat little Marie was four, and the baby Anastasia was two and a half. Everybody said we needed a brother, and Mamma assured us that we would soon have one, no matter what stories our Grandma Minnie told. Grandma Minnie was unkind to Mamma.